Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. And as always, I appreciate you finding some time out of your busy day to spend with me. So today we're going to be talking about the digital marketing industry. I recently read an article that said the group of, excuse me, the group of potential customers that are found online is a much larger group of people than you're likely to attract locally. Using digital marketing, you can reach an enormous audience in a way that is both effective and measurable. So today my guest is Trenda Tresham. She is Vice President at WSI, which is a global network, which is a global network that has helped over 100,000 businesses solve their digital marketing problems for over 20 years. I'm sure over those 20 years, things have changed as well. WSI is the world's largest and most experienced digital marketing agency network. Please help me in welcoming Trenda to the show. Trenda, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Linda, for having me. Absolutely. So I am sure there's been a lot of changes go on over the last 20 years with digital marketing, Trenda. Um, before we get started on what some of those changes might be, tell me a little bit about how you were attracted to and why you were attracted to WSI. Well, I have a little bit of an interesting story, and thank you for asking. I've actually been with the company now for 18 years. Uh, and prior to that, they're one of my clients for five years. So I actually started working with a company that used to help franchisees with basically client acquisition. Um, and then I got um, uh, recruited over to the WSI corporate office, and uh, I've been here now 18 years. But I think what attracted me to this industry, and even back then when it was a little bit of black magic for most businesses, mm-hmm is that it was an industry that was always changing. It was something that was exciting. It wasn't, you know, putting the same, you know, bolt into the same hole every day. It was always, um, you know, new things to learn, new opportunities. And really, myself or the company, or I think anybody, had no idea where digital was going. And I think that was certainly very exciting at that time, but still um, really is the same today. Um, mm-hmm. And we've seen that definitely over the last 
last um, even five to ten years, there's been huge changes in the industry. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you were talking about how nobody knew where it was going. Twenty years ago, it was like the Wild West, but it's, it hasn't changed a whole lot, has it? It's still so very um, – it's always evolving. There's always something new out there, a new platform and uh, a new way to use the old platforms. How do you stay on top of things? Well, a lot of it has to do with the fact that we're a global network and our partnerships certainly help with that. We are partnered with companies like Google. In fact, according to Google, we are the largest digital marketing footprint in the world. Um, I actually just got news last week that for the second year in a row, we've won the top global agency award through the Worldwide uh, Marketing Awards, uh, which is the WMA. Mm -hmm. And of course, being on a global scale, we start to see things that happen in other markets long before they do in North America. There's a lot of markets that are very um, advanced compared to our market here. So we kind of know what's going to be happening here And most importantly, we have franchisees in over 80 countries across the globe. So we've got a a very tight-knit community of sharing best practices, collaboration, uh, learning from each other. We have committees that franchisees sit on for technology and marketing. Um, So it really enables us to stay ahead of the curb in terms of what's happening, what's going to happen, and what's happening in different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am sure that it is so rich to have the perspective of uh, all of those different countries because, like you said, some are more advanced. We don't like to admit that here in North America, but, but some are obviously more advanced than we are, whether we like it or not. So it kind of I would think that that would keep the um, the intellectual pool, so to speak, really very exciting. Absolutely it does. And it's interesting because you can just take the most recent events, uh, such as the global pandemic that's happening. That hit a lot of other markets a lot lot more uh, and a lot quicker than it did in the North American region. And we were able to look at other franchisees in different markets and say, okay, well, what's happening with that? How is it affecting things? Um, What are businesses doing now? So we could very quickly change, adapt, add, take things away that we needed to um, so we could implement that across the globe. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about what are the services that WSI offers? What is digital marketing? <laughs> That's a pretty broad question for sure. <laughs> um, basically, franchisees provide anything as it relates to digital marketing. So what you're typically going to find in any given market today, no matter where you live in the world, is there's a lot of little companies who do pieces of what we do, and typically a company needs to go to three, four, five different vendors to get service, somebody for SEO, somebody for PPC, somebody for mobile, somebody for you know, artificial intelligence and chatbots, and it becomes very fragmented. What our franchisees are providing is a one-stop shop to the business owner, so anything under the umbrella of digital marketing. Now, that kind of leads into what the role of the franchisee is. And their role is not, you know, building websites or, or running campaigns. Their role is that of the consultant. It's understanding what is that business doing today? What are their customers doing? What's the competition doing? And what's the opportunity? 
once they've determined what that is, they're not going to build a website or run a campaign. We have an entire supply chain of production centers, solution centers, and authorized suppliers that will do that for them. So it's an entire network of pre-vetted um, companies. They have guarantees, warranties, service level agreements. There's partners in there like Google, for example, companies like HubSpot. You have companies inside that network that are exclusive to WSI, some that are white-labeled, and some that are partners. So what it does is it allows an individual to focus on the business, work with the supplier to deliver the solution. Supplier then delivers the solution, uh, or sorry, the franchisee delivers the solution and maintains the long-term relationship with the client. That allows a franchisee to, one, handle more customers because they're focusing on the consulting and not the build. Two, they don't have to be an expert at everything. In fact, a large majority of our franchisees have no experience in digital marketing at all. They rely on the supply chain almost like their labor force. What that does for them is it creates a recurring revenue and a high retention rate with the client. In fact, 80% of our franchisees' clients have a recurring revenue, and they've got about a 90% retention rate with that same customer. So they'll wow. typically deal with the same customers for a very long period of time. Mm -hmm. So if you have a franchisee, for example, that comes from a very specific vertical background like the um, uh, medical industry, um, they can target that vertical market and specialize in that market um, without having to have the knowledge of building a solution but being the expert in that industry. I see. So they are more of a consultant, a digital marketing consultant, rather than providing a service themselves because I can't imagine trying to build a website and be business development as well. It, it, it's difficult. I would think that would take up way too much time. Now, let's talk a little bit about, you know, you've already shared a little bit about the franchise piece of it, what that would look like. What type of training? Clearly, they're going to have to know something about SEO. They're going to have to know something about websites and how to really uh, communicate with the client to get the best results. So what kind of training do you put your new franchisees through? Absolutely. And that really applies to any business that someone's looking to do um, because unless you have been, um, you know, killing mosquitoes for the past 20 years, um, if you go into a mosquito franchise, for example, you still need to learn how to kill mosquitoes. So any sure. franchise you go into, there's going to be a learning curve. Now, our process or our education process typically takes about three to five weeks for someone to get to the point where they've got a pretty solid understanding of the business. Once they've got a good understanding of the business, then we get them speaking with people that are in the business. And once they've spoke with people that are in the business, then they're in a position to be able to make a good decision, uh, as are we. If we decide to move forward mutually, then the next steps would be doing formal application, posit, uh, getting your file in front of the selection committee for approval. Once everything is in and finalized, then they would begin training. So our first part of training is done through e-learning. Uh, it's going to take anywhere between four to six weeks. So this is going to depend on a few things. Uh, one, if someone is not currently working, then they can focus full-time efforts on the e-learning, and they do it in about four weeks. But some people are transitioning out of a position, 
And what we suggest during this time is to earn and learn. Use this as your transition period. Keep an income coming in and do your training during this time because it can be done an hour here, hour there. And it focuses on your foundations, your fundamentals, understanding your offerings. So you're going to understand the concepts behind SEO and PPC, but you're not actually going to go run a PPC campaign. Um, that training um, is led by our coaches. We have franchisees that come into that training. Um, once you've completed that, normally you come into our corporate office in Toronto for training here, uh, but with um, the pandemic going on right now and border closures, um, I know they just extended it to, I think it was November 21st, uh, and we don't expect it to be open probably till January or February at the earliest. Mm -hmm. um, so we've actually transitioned that over to a virtual training. So instead of it being five days, it's now actually two weeks. Most days are half days. Some days are till 3 p.m., um, and then there's some client acquisition components in the afternoon and working with your coach. That's more of a practical training. So understanding pricing, proposals. Uh, we actually bring in one of our franchisees from Virginia. He's been with us now about 16 years. He's got about 21 staff. He runs our Road to a Million training. So you're really learning from a very seasoned franchisee. Once you've completed that training, you're going to open the doors of your business and you're going to have a coach from our corporate office that's going to work with you for your first six months. Mm -hmm. So they're going to help with pricing, with proposals, with navigating the supply chain. If you need them to jump on a call with you and come in as part of your business, they're certainly able to do that. There's no additional costs. At the end of the day, we make money when you make money. Um, and then at the end of the six months, they don't go away. They just go from being a business coach into being a business advisor. They're there as much or as little as you need them. And then you have ongoing support through our uh, corporate team, through the coaching team, and through the franchise community itself. Uh, we have a lot of collaboration within our network that it's very common for you know, a franchisee to reach out to another one and say, hey, I got an opportunity in the, um, you know, the uh, insurance industry and I have no experience there, but I know you come from 20 years in insurance. Uh -huh. So. You know, let's work together on a project. We'll do a revenue sharing. I'll bring you in as the expert. Um, Love that. I've never, I've been in franchising a very long time, and I've never seen the level of collaboration or sense of family that exists within our network. Um, we have um, tools where franchisees will network and share best practices, and someone will get on the network and say, hey, i got a client in this industry, anybody got experience here, and then all of a sudden you see 10 people post in five minutes mm -hmm. with case study examples and, you know, hey, if you need some help, give me a call. So it's, it's, it's very exciting, and it really has become, you know, my family over the last 18 to 20-some-odd years, and mm -hmm. I think every franchisee you speak with will really describe that network very much the same. Mm, that's that is awesome, and that is unique for franchise there there to be that much collaboration between franchisees. Now, one of the first things, of course, that franchisees want to know or are anxious about is getting business, acquiring those contracts, um, and getting proposals out there. And who do I give a, a proposal to? How do you help your new franchisees? to make those connections and know who their clients are and how to get in front of those clients? Great question. And it really depends a lot on the person. 
Um, some of our franchisees are very comfortable standing in front of a group of business owners and, and doing a presentation and very comfortable picking up the phone and calling somebody. And I have other franchisees that would run the other way screaming. Mm-hmm. So part mm-hmm. of training is identifying someone's strengths and weaknesses and, and what's the opportunity. So I'll give you a, an example. I have a gentleman in the U.S. who's in Michigan. Uh, he comes from 20, 25 years in the banking industry. And he's actually specialized in the past 14-plus years in our business in the banking and financial industry. And he's become so recognized um, that they actually have him out doing speaking engagements in the banking industry and generates a ton of leads doing that. Wow. Now, He's very comfortable with doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, other franchisees, not so much. They may use our lead generation partners to book appointments for them. Um, they're going to go through a whole course on social selling, which is understanding how to use tools like LinkedIn to generate leads. And today, with how the environment's going, if you look at business eight months ago, there were some components of it that were very different in how franchisees got business. Many of them went into chamber of commerce and bni type yes. and networked with other business owners mm-hmm. now that has shifted completely to online networking and it's interesting because for us it wasn't a lot of a shift because we've always had a percentage of franchisees who have done business 100 percent virtually and have never met with a good majority of their clients so it was really just implementing a lot of tools that we already had in place Um, and really, again, just going out and educating um, more franchisees and bringing in different best practices and, again, learning from their peers. Um, Mm -hmm. Another way would be through partnerships. Uh, I was just speaking to a franchisee a couple months ago, and um, he actually partnered with a local web developer, funny enough. Um, It was a gentleman who did very small kind of website business. It was, you know, kind of like your... Um, you know, basic websites for a small company. Um, he ran a consulting business of his own, but he's very well connected. But what he found is that a lot of his clients needed much more than he could give him. So the franchisee actually partnered up with him, and anything that was too big or he wasn't able to do, he'd pass off to the franchisee. Oh, that's anything nice. Anything that came to the franchisee that was too small, he'd pass off to this guy. And he yeah. generated a substantial substantial amount of revenue working with this gentleman just in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it could be partnering with ad agencies. Um, it could be partnering with, you know, signage companies. It could be partnering with graphic design companies. Really any company that has a base of businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, Trinda, you, you said the P word. So, folks, if you are listening to the recording, this is September 24th of 2020. And I almost feel like I need to have the the sound effect da 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 after I say that, right? So, what? How has the pandemic affected and and been uh, or changed the way you guys do business? I know you said a lot of it. You're, you've always some uh, franchisees have always kind of done it online, but how has it impacted the way you support your franchisees? You know. I think there's two components to this, and it's how has it impacted the franchisees and how has it impacted corporate and how we help our franchisees. So Mm -hmm. the first component is, if you look at the pandemic, 
we have an interesting business model that you're not targeted on one very specific vertical market. So, you know, eight months ago, maybe a franchisee's target market was the hospitality industry because that was their experience. As we know, the hospitality industry has not been doing very well over the last eight months. Uh, They've, you know, furloughed a lot of people, and there's been huge loss of revenue there. But, you know, even though that industry is suffering, the healthcare industry, the manufacturing industry, the distribution industry, these industries are thriving and spending money. So if a specific vertical market is not doing well or they're affected by what's happening in the world today, um, you would just switch verticals um, and target a different type of client or work with a different type of business. But in digital marketing, I think everybody has experienced this. We've really changed our habits over the last six to eight months. People are purchasing a lot more online than they were before. People who have never mm-hmm. bought groceries online are buying groceries. People who wanted to go to their favorite restaurant and can't sit in there and dine, they're ordering curbside pickup. And I can't mm-hmm. tell you the number of these even small companies who just were not set up for this. It was a shock to a lot of businesses. People still mm-hmm. need to buy cars but can't necessarily go into the dealership. Um, I've got tons of examples of increasing online sales uh, with franchisees and, and the dealership industry as an example. So for us, I don't like to say it's been a blessing in disguise because it's, it's not a blessing in any way, but what it has done is it's woke up the world to the great demand and need for digital marketing more so than it ever has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where we're I would seeing, agree. You yeah. know, newer franchisees yeah. coming into the business um, and, and seeing very quick time-to-first sales and quick clients. Mm-hmm. Um, on the franchisee side of that, um, we something we've always done very well is supporting and educating our franchisees. So as soon as we saw the changes happening in international markets, we knew that we had to um, kind of step things up even more. And we released a end client series, I think it was right near the end of March. Um, and the end client series was all about the pandemic, digital marketing, And basically, franchisees would invite potential existing clients, businesses in their market to attend this biweekly, monthly webinar to educate them. And that attributed to a lot of lead generation as well, but really education in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, you know, additional um, education and support and training with franchisees around shifting how they're doing some things in the business to accommodate what's happening in the market. Sure. Sure. Um, Trenda, we need to take a quick commercial break here. Um, When we come back, do you happen to have some stories that you could share with us? Absolutely. Very good. Folks, we'll be back after these commercial breaks with more about WSI and digital marketing. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. 
Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. We're here with Trenda Tresham with WSI, and we're talking about digital marketing. So, Trenda, before we uh, went to commercial, I asked if you happen to have some stories that you could share with us. Absolutely. Um, so I'll take kind of a, a bit of a, I guess, a two-prong approach. One, I'll talk a bit about maybe a franchisee story, and two, I'll give an example of an end client and some of the differences that we've made. So in our business, it, it's we've got an interesting split of franchisees. So 70% of franchisees are sole proprietors. They run the business from a home office. They're looking to replace a corporate income, and they're looking for more of a lifestyle-type business. 24% are family units, spousal teams, partnerships, and the remainder have grown the business very large. So I have some units that have 20, 21 staff in office and doing millions a year in business. So one story that comes to mind is I have a gentleman in California that started the business many, many years ago, uh, originally started the business on his own, and a couple years later, his wife joined in the business. And his son, who was in his early 30s at the time, um, really took an interest in the business and really kind of took it over from the parents. Uh, started up an office, built up a staff, has really become a you know, social media expert and does some very interesting and exciting things. So the business can really be a lot of different things, but we have a lot of franchisees who at some point either want to grow the business or pass it down to the kids or, you know, just leave a legacy in the family. So there's always an opportunity to do that. The other thing I wanted to share is that we work with a lot of different clients. It could be a small local business. It could be a mid-sized business. And then we've got clients that are, you know, major food or financial or, or manufacturing companies around the world that are very big names. But typically when a franchisee starts the business, their first year is generally targeted mostly on small to medium-sized businesses because they don't need to wait three or four months for them to make a decision. They generally meet with them once or twice and they're able to see revenue pretty quickly. So just to kind of give a realistic example of the impact that we can have on a client in the first year of business, um, one of our franchisees' clients who is like a local dentist, um, they have, I think, uh, three or four dentists and four or five hygienists. So they're not the corner dentist that has like, you know, one location or something like that. They're a little bit bigger than that. Um, but they were struggling with trying to build their, their patient base. So they started working with one of our franchisees, um, and basically in the first 90 days working with them, we were able to grow their practice by 143 patients. Oh, my goodness. We delivered over a 6,000% return on investment, and there's been really you know, over 200% increase in the number of patients that they've added every month. That's Trenda. impact oh, on that's small business. That's huge on a small business because generally speaking they need to focus on their widget yes and you know just perfect their widget 
and, and their expertise is not in digital marketing or marketing at all. So to bring you guys in to, and for them to see that much of a return on investment, that's amazing. Kudos to you. You know, the biggest challenge is that most businesses, they know they need something they don't know what it is. Yep. And they yep. really just need an expert to guide them, and that's really where our franchisees come in. Your discussion's not around how do I run an SEO or a PPC campaign as an example. It's more around here's where you are today, here's what your customers are doing, here's what the opportunity is, and hey, let me show you an example of five other dentists we've done work for Here's yep. what we do for them, here's the impact we've had, and here's what we can do for you. So it gives you instant credibility as a new franchisee right from day one as well, having these case studies and, and being able to show these significant differences that we've made in these businesses. Mm, that's amazing. Uh, Trenda, I, we're getting down to the end of the show. If someone's listening right now and they think, oh, my goodness, this this sounds like it's just up my alley. How would they find out more information about WSI and and contact you or someone to talk further about that? Um, so you can always reach out to me through email. Uh, my email address is T as in Tom, T as in Tom, R-E-S as in Sam, H-A-M as in Mary, at WSIWorld.com. That's T Tresham at WSIWorld.com. Uh, I'm also available by telephone, uh, toll-free 1-888-678-7588, extension 1264. Um, or you can also uh, reach out to Linda, and I'm sure she'd be able to hook the two of us up. Um, but if there's any questions that you have, you need some clarification, that's what our process is designed to do. It's to help you to understand, is this business the right fit? Will it help you to meet your goals? Will it help you to maintain or increase your lifestyle? And is it something at the end of the day that you would enjoy doing? That's awesome. Trenda, we're down to those final questions. The first question is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest they do to prepare for the process? So a few things I would do is, is look at, one, what is it that you need in your, in your life? What is going to fulfill you? What are you going to enjoy doing? Um, is now the right time to start a business? Um, what um, financially uh, are you able to invest into a business? Uh, if you're not sure what resources are out there, there's tons of resources that are available. Um, certainly take a look into it and see what the options are. And understand that when you're looking at a franchise, the whole purpose behind a franchise is that it is a proven system. Um, you're basically able to take your knowledge, your skills, and put it into a working business model. But at the same time, you have to be prepared to follow a system because that's why you're purchasing a franchise. Mm -hmm. um, in our case, you need to love to learn because it's an industry that changes. Um, and you need to or want to be able to collaborate in an industry like this. But any business that you look at, at the end of the day, it's got to be something that you are going to enjoy, something you can be passionate about, and it's got to be something that fits your lifestyle or your lifestyle goals. Yeah, definitely. I agree with all of those. The second question here is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? Uh, so I think I just kind of alluded to those anyway, mm -hmm. but one would definitely mm -hmm. be, you need to like to learn. Uh, this is an industry that's going to consistently change. 
those changes will always create new revenue opportunity with your same customers, which is why our retention rate recurring revenue is so high. Uh, but you have to love to learn in this industry. And mm -hmm. the second thing I would say is that you need to like people. Um, this is a business about building relationships. And you're going to deal with these people for a long period of time. I have a franchisee who comes from you know, many years in the Naval, used to be a, a, a Marine uh, or a submarine captain. And um, he's had the same clients for you know, 15, 16 years and plays golf with them once a month. So you really mm -hmm. need to enjoy people and building those long-term relationships. Yeah, yeah, that's so so critical to build those relationships. Even if you don't see them face-to-face, -to, -face, to always stay in touch with them. That's so critical. So the Absolutely. final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? You've been in franchising for quite some time. What do you see the, fran the future of franchising looking like? You know, franchises year after year continue to expand, to grow. There's new offerings and new opportunities and the reason why that happens is because it offers somebody a stable environment to get into, especially if you're dealing with a company that has a very long history and proven track record. It gives somebody the ability to take their skills and put it into a working business model. And that's only going to continue to allow franchising to grow more and more. If you look at what's happening in the economy today, a lot of people don't have jobs. Um, they're being mm -hmm. furloughed, they're being, you know, downsized out of a position, and either the corporate jobs are just not out there, or the opportunity for what someone should be paying you is not out there, or you know what, you're just maybe not happy with the environment you're, you're in. And a lot of people turn to looking at business opportunities, but to start a business on your own, it's challenging, it's hard, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of things you don't know, and that's why a lot of people look to franchising. So I think that's just going to continue to grow. Uh, we're going to see more and more brands coming on. We're going to see more opportunity in the franchise industry. And, um, you know, I think there's going to be a lot more opportunity for people to realize their dream of, of having their own business and turning, you know, maybe a not a good situation uh, into a good situation for themselves and their family. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, Trenda. Um, so one more time, if someone's listening, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, so they can reach out to me by telephone by calling toll-free 1-888-678-7588, extension 1264, or by email at ttresham at wsiworld.com. That's T as in Tom, T as in Tom, R-E, S as in Sam, H-A-M as in Mary, at WSIWorld.com. Trenda, thanks so much for taking some time out of your busy day to share with us um, more about digital marketing. I appreciate you being on the show. Well, thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. Have a wonderful so, day. Thanks. So, folks, one of the things that Trenda just mentioned was that customer service piece and how important that is even though we're in the Internet and the uh, digital marketing environment, it's still important to maintain that customer service relationship. So the, the, um, the quote that I'm leaving you today is by Doug Warner, and it goes like this. In the world of Internet customer service, it's important to remember your competitor is only one mouse click away. So that means... Your client, your best client, your worst client, any of your clients, 
can click one more time and they've got your competitor right there. So it's important to build that relationship so they don't stray, so to speak. Folks, thanks so much for being with me on All Things Franchising. See you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.